Well, it's such a, a, again, an honor and a privilege to be with you and again to be able to do something special this morning to where my wife and I are going to, uh, we're going to tag team this message. We're going to tag team this Mother's Day message. It's both our, our first times uh, uh, presenting a, a message on Mother's Day. And so again, as much as we'd love to be with you, uh, moms and dads and kids in person, uh, we're still honored that we are able to come before you today. And hopefully uh, just uh, encourage you and, and maybe even challenge you a little bit. And, 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 and just I believe the Lord is going to speak to each and every person listening. And so I want to start out in 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning in verse 3. This is the Apostle Paul speaking to Timothy. And he says this, Timothy, I thank God for you, the God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did. Night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted, and I will be filled with joy when we are together again. Let me pause right there and say, this is not even the reason I pulled up the scripture and I started with it. But when I read that, I said, man, this is how I feel. I long to see you again, and we will be filled with joy when we gather together again. Amen. I know Amen. my wife, Amen. Pastor Todd, Tanya, our staff, I know you feel the same way. So that is our heart's cry as we hear this morning and believe it will be soon and very soon. He goes on to say, I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that was first, that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. Paul makes it clear that Timothy's faith was influenced by his grandmother and his mother. Later in chapter three, Timothy encourages, or I'm sorry, Paul encourages Timothy to remain faithful to what he, he had been taught. Let's look at that in 2 Timothy chapter three now. It says, but you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true, for you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Jesus Christ. Now, scholars believe that Paul was referring to Timothy's mother and his grandmother. Uh, we can also see if you check out in Acts chapter uh, 16, verses 1 through 3, it also mentions um, uh, Timothy's mom as being a Jewish believer. So they had trained up uh, Timothy in, in the ways of, of, of the Old Testament. But like he said, she was a Jewish believer, as you see it, what you could see in Acts 16. But as Paul goes on to say that what they taught him gave him the wisdom, the foresight to receive the salvation that comes through Jesus Christ, which he was now living. I share these scriptures because I know many of you moms have been teaching and training and pouring into your children, teaching them the scriptures and doing your best to raise them in the ways of the Lord. So before I go any further, I want to say thank you, moms. For all you moms, I want to thank my wife and say thank you, love, for, for, for you moms that I know um, that play such a vital role in raising up your children in the ways of the Lord. Now, men, I know there's a lot of men out there that you are uh, doing the same. You're the spiritual leaders, but we know that mamas have a special place. When we go off to work, mamas are home with the children and, and they're, they're there with wisdom and pouring into their children. For some of you moms, you might be a single mother out there or maybe, you know, you're you're, you're uh, pulling the spiritual load in some instances. And I just want to thank you as we see, because also in Acts 16, it shows us that uh, Timothy's father was Greek. So he wasn't a believer. So his mom, Eunice, played the role in, in, in pouring into him the scriptures and being an example to Timothy. So I know there's a wide range of ages of your children out there today. 
Some of you still have young children. Some are a little bit older. And some may even be adults. Some of you may be seeing fruit already. But others, you're not seeing in your children what, whether they're young or old, what you would like to see or maybe what you've been praying for for maybe many years. So this morning, we're going to tag team this message. But I'm going to start off. And as we talked about it and prayed about it, we just felt like this is going to be a two-part message. I'm going to start off speaking to you moms from a son, from a son that had a mom that greatly influenced me. My mom was one of the most uh, influential parts in me getting saved. Many of you out there know who my, know my mom, and, even, and I want to honor her this morning. Even though she's with the Lord now, I want to honor her, and I believe that I can share with you, as I've done in the past with some ladies, uh, some moms that maybe were going through some tough times with their children, I was able to share with them from a son's point of view and the, the influence and the impact that my mom made on me. So I just want to share a few things that my mom instilled in me, just as, as Timothy's mom and grandmother, you know, shared the faith and instilled the faith in him. I want to just share a few things that my mom did for me. First, she constantly prayed for me. And I know this for a fact. Matter of fact, we just read 2 Timothy 1, 3, where Paul's talking about Timothy. But he said, day and night, I constantly remember you in my prayers. And I know, I know for a fact that my mom prayed for me. When she told me she was praying for me, I knew she was praying for me. Actually, there's a funny story I want to share. And some of you maybe heard a couple of these stories because I've shared some of these, again, one-on-one with, with some moms. But I know I've maybe shared a few here. But if you're tuning in for the first time, matter of fact, welcome. Uh, and we're glad you're tuning in. But, you know... I was an adult. When my mom got saved, I was 14 years old. So later on, I was an adult. I had my own apartment. And my mom offered to come clean my apartment once a month. Now, she didn't have to do that. I didn't ask her to do that. But she said she was, she just wanted to bless me. So once a month, she would come to my apartment and she would come clean my apartment. Now, I would leave and let her just have the apartment to herself. It was a very small studio apartment to, to just, and she would clean it from top to bottom. Well, one night I'm sitting in my apartment and I'm looking over the um the the door frame and I see what I thought was like some grease or or, or something like a, some kind of shiny mark on my over my door frame and I didn't know what that was I was like man that's odd maybe I came in from work I used to be a painter maybe my hands are greasy well years later after I give my life to the Lord my mom informs me that not only was she coming clean my apartment but she had a motive behind it yes she wanted to bless me but my mom was coming in my apartment once a month when I wasn't there and she was anointing my doorposts with oil, she was anointing over the doors and she was praying for me in my, yes, she was cleaning it, but she was doing some spiritual cleansing as well. She was trying her best. She was interceding for me. She was praying for me. And I know that made such an impact on me. I didn't know at the time, but I knew spiritually, you know what? I actually, when I got saved, I was living in that apartment. So I know there's something powerful about that. And she told me that years later. I was like, that's what that was. I didn't know. I thought I ate some greasy chicken or something and I had put my hand or I didn't know what it was. But my mom was praying for me day and night. I believe that. I want to encourage you, mom. I know a lot of you are already doing it. Continue to pray for your children. It makes a difference. I truly believe I wouldn't be sitting here today if it wasn't for the prayers of my mom. I truly believe that. But secondly, my mom was such an example to me. You know, not only did Timothy's mother and, and grandmother teach him about the faith, but their lives were example to for their lives were an example for him to follow. You know, again, I watched my mom go through uh, some some extreme hardships, some hard times, great loss. I, when when I was only nineteen, four years after she had gave her life to Christ, my dad died tragically. The the you know her husband of many many years, and I watched how she stayed faithful to the Lord through it all. 
And then, of course, years later, once I became a believer, as my brother died, and just watching her go through these things, but especially before I gave my life to Christ, I would watch her with this loss, and I'd watch her pray and fast. I remember asking her, Mom, why are you not eating? You know, And she talked to me about fasting, and I saw her devotion of being connected to the church, and I just thought she was going to church a lot, but I, I just remember her being so faithful and, and being an example. Listen to what Titus 2.7 says. It says, and you yourselves must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind. Let everything you do reflect the integrity and seriousness of your teaching. You know, I remember watching my mom and, and she would share the word with me. She would tell me about the Bible. She would tell me about the gospel. But I remember watching my mom and she had integrity. I can remember talking to my mom about things and she'd say, no, I'm not going to do that because that would not be honest. My mom lived a life of integrity and that made such an impact. It's not what she told me and just what she told me, but it's how she lived a life. And I watched her for 10 years. I watched her. So I just want to encourage you, ask the Lord to help you to be an example by the way you live. This is moms, dads. I'm talking to you too. I'm talking to all of us as believers. This is for everybody now. Be an example. Don't just preach the gospel, live the gospel. Be an example of, of what we do. I know this is not easy. Look, trust me, my wife and I was going over these notes before we came down here and it's like, man, this is, this is not easy to do, to, to live what we teach our children. But I know the Lord was, will help us. He wouldn't put in his word if he right. wouldn't help us do it, right? Yeah. And, you know, the third thing is that she never gave up on me. And this is really the heart of what I wanted to share with you this morning. You know, most of you are doing these things already, you moms out there again. Most of you, y'all are doing a great job. You're doing this already. And I want to thank you again. But even, this is what I want to encourage you. If you get one thing this morning from the part that I, I speak, even if you don't see any fruit right now, even if your kid's a little, maybe a little older, or maybe an adult. You know, I know for, again, as, as my mom, she, she got saved when I was 14. And really, at 14 is when I just started going off the deep end and started partying and doing drugs and all that from 14. And it kept getting worse and worse. The more my mom would, would witness to me and love on me, I know for a while the worse my life get the, 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 got. And further, I would get away from the Lord. It took 10 years from when my mom, again, got saved and started pouring into my life and being an example to when I surrendered my life to Christ. Can you imagine? A whole decade, but my mom never gave up on me. Galatians 6, 9 says this. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. I'm so glad my mom didn't give up on me. And I would encourage you, moms, dads, everybody listening, whatever good you're doing, because it says, don't get tired of doing good. Again, moms, I want to encourage you this morning. You're doing good. You're doing great. Dads, you too. You know, everyone out there, if you're pouring into somebody, you're being an example, you're being a light, whatever you're doing good, the Bible encourages. Look, there's a promise there, but there's a condition if we don't give up. It's been said so many times, sometimes we give up right before the breakthrough or right before we see fruit from it. And the fourth and final thing, and I'm just quickly, and I'm going to turn it over to my wife, is that my mom, she loved me through it all. She loved me through it. I like to say she loved me where I was at, right where I was at. She continued to love me. Now, Cassie's going to talk more about love here in a minute, but I just want to share one more story. That was a game changer to me. And I want to go back to that apartment I was talking to you about and when she would come clean my apartment. Well, it, again, it's no secret. I'm not proud of this, but it's part of my testimony. Again, I was a pothead and, you know, I was into to, to partying and drugging and all that stuff. And I had a tray underneath my couch that where I would, you know, roll up my weed and all that kind of stuff. And anytime she would come to clean my apartment, I would take the tray and I'd go hide it in my closet. And she knew what I was doing. It was no secret. But out of respect for her, well, obviously, 
one night I forgot it there. And when I came back home, she was gone and she'd let me know when she was done cleaning and I'd, I'd go back home. One night I came home and that tray was sitting there with a bag of weed and a road joint on there. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, man, my mom, you know, I left that out there and my mom had to see that. And that's, she's doing this out of the kindness of her heart. And I, I totally disrespected her. So of course I picked up the phone and I called her and I was like, mom, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I left that out and that you had to see that. And, and I, I didn't know what she was going to say or do. I thought for sure she ain't ever coming to clean my apartment again. <laughs> but I remember my mom was like, it's okay. That's all right. I forgive you. And I was on the phone like, that's it? You sure? <laughs> that, you, that's it? And she stayed calm. And, and she just loved me through it. And she did continue to come clean my apartment. And y'all, I just remember that was a game changer for me. That was a paradigm shift. I remember hanging up the phone that night and sitting there and thinking, my mom could have did a number of things. She could have fussed at me. She could have said, I'm never coming clean your apartment again. She could have flushed it down the toilet. She could have called the cops on me. But she didn't do any of that. She just loved me where I was at. And it reminded me of a couple of definitions, which again, Cassie's going to get into here just in a second. In 1 Corinthians 13, where it describes what love is, and two things it says, love is patient and kind. And I just remember, you know, in that moment and many, many other moments, my mom was so patient and so kind. It also reminds me how Romans 2, 4 says, God's kindness is what leads us to repentance. It's not fussing at people. It's not telling them that, you know, shoving the Bible down their throat. It's not, you know, yes, we need to speak the truth, but we can speak the truth in love. And my mom didn't condemn me. She didn't do any of those things. She loved me where I was at. And I just want to encourage you moms out there, if you possibly have children that, you know, or maybe have gone wayward or they haven't turned their life over to the Lord, or maybe they're just acting up and you're like, man, whose child is this? I ain't teach them this, right? You know, I just want to encourage you. You might not be seeing fruit but I want to encourage you again, you know, what my mom did for me, I'm sitting here today in huge part to how my mom did these four things. And I hope as a mom, it encourages you to keep doing what you're doing and to never give up on your children. I'm going to turn it over to Cassie now. Yeah, that's so good. What a legacy. What yeah. a legacy. Yeah. Oh, and that's uh, what I'd like to share with y'all today is a legacy of love. Yeah. Um, that's the, the last thing that he, Brandon talked about, about what his mom did to him. She loved him unconditionally. She showed yeah. love and, you know, love comes in, in many different ways. And, um, you know, I, as, as we get to Mother's Day, I'm always, I get emotional. <laughs> um, but in a good way, because yeah. I tend to, I get overwhelmed because not only did I have, do I have? I still have. I'm blessed. I still have a mama who was a hard worker. She endured many things. She brought me to church. Thank yeah, you, mama. Yeah. Um, you know, but I also had other women in my life that were mother figures that God used to impact my life and also to influence and, and change my life. Um, my friends' moms, especially in high school. In high school, I spent a lot of time at friends' houses. And so many Sundays I'll come, uh, or Mother's Days, I'll come to church and I'm looking across the church and I see these women that have impacted my life. And I'm so thankful, Amen. but it's their love. All the little things that they did. Amen. You know, some of them, it was just attention. Some of them, it was kindness. Some of them, it was some rebuke, some correction. <laughs> You Amen know, but just like all these women. And, and so Mother's Day for me is, is overwhelming in a good way. Now, you know, this is our second, second Mother's Day, um, without Miss Gail. And it, you know, leading up to Mother's Day, it does, you know, you, you start to think about 
Oh, if they were here, what would we be doing? And, and there's all these thoughts that, that flood our minds. And so on Mother's Day, I also think about those who don't have their mom anymore or, or maybe never knew, you never knew your mom. And I, I just want to take a moment to say that you are definitely on our hearts. We are praying yes. for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. But as I was praying about this, about this message, I was reminded something the Lord showed me a while back for a, a friend of mine. That, you know, just because we don't have, some of us don't have moms around, that doesn't mean we can't be mothered. You know, there are women in our churches, like I know some of you that are watching don't come here, but there are women in your churches that would love to mentor you. There yeah. are women here Amen. at Family Life Church that are amazing Amen. and would love to spend Amen. time with you, have coffee with you, call you on the phone. And so I just wanted, I felt just so strongly that if you are there today and you don't have a mom around for whatever the reason is, maybe it's a strained relationship, whatever the reason is, you can be mothered. And and so reach out to us, yeah. reach yeah. out to us yeah. and let us connect you with a tangible, a tangible mama. Yeah. Um, we have God, the father who is the author of love. And he, he, he does, I mean, he does everything. He does so much for us, <laughs> but sometimes we do, we do want that tangible, that tangible feeling of love. And so yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to say that, encourage y'all with that. Um, also, I do, my heart does go out to the moms who have lost children. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine. And I know that it's hard. I've got, there have been uh, Mother's Days where I have gotten texts and, and mamas are just grieving their children that some of them, their children that they, that passed away during pregnancy. Some of them are, are children that passed away after they got to know them and got to see their personality. And it, it doesn't matter whether they were, whether a mother was pregnant and when she lost her child or she got to know who they are. It's, it, it hurts and it's hard. And this day can be hard for you too. And so I, I want you to know we're praying for you. Like we care. We're praying for you. And we even have a ministry at our church called Grief Share, which helps those who've lost loved ones. And so if you're sitting here today and you're listening to this and you're like, Ooh, I could use some help and some encouragement and support on the grief journey. Yeah. We really would like to to help you out. So reach out Amen. to us and, and we'll we'll definitely get you connected with that. And I do want to say I am pretty excited. Um I know every year I think about the moms in waiting, the moms oh, who yeah. want to be pregnant, who some of them <laughs> have been trying for years and they just want that little miracle, they want that little baby. And um the Sunday, the last Sunday that we had church here before um the stay-at-home order. We got to um, dedicate. dedicate. We got to dedicate <laughs> a baby that a beautiful baby girl that this precious mom had been praying for for years, and she ended up getting the opportunity to adopt yes. a baby girl, Amen. beautiful, beautiful baby girl, and we got to celebrate with yes. them. Not only that, I have a friend who also for years couldn't have children. She prayed and prayed and prayed, and I was just texting with her this week, and she's got her two-month-old, um, and wow. this is her first Mother Day, Mother's Day holding a baby in her arms. So... My encouragement is is keep praying and we're praying with you. We are believing yeah. with you. We are standing with you. Those of you who are who are waiting um yeah. for your miracle baby. Amen. So, okay, thank you. And I just last thing, I wanted to talk about homeschooling 
Okay? I want to give a special shout out to all you homeschool moms. Those of you. Yeah, you homeschool moms rock. Oh my gosh, you rock. I have it in my notes. You rock. rock, Like, those of you who God told you to do it and you did it day after day, year after year, you rock. I mean, I I really thank you. And you are an example to those of us who got thrusted into it. (laughs) And so, you know, we look to y'all and we're like, okay, they're doing it. We can too. And so I just want to thank y'all for doing it. And those of you who got thrusted into it this week, I was talking to a mama who got thrusted into it and it's almost over. You have endured. It is almost over. And I know. Don't give up. You remember? Yes. Don't give up. (laughs) Don't, don't give up. Uh-huh. So uh, I, d- I wanted to say those things, but moving into talking about a legacy of love, I think about Miss Gale. She most certainly was yeah. that she left a legacy of love. And a lot of you here n- know her and got to experience that. And I mean, I still hear stories. All, I hear stories all the time. I hear people all the time. Oh, I miss Miss Gale. I'm like, me yeah. too. Yeah. You know, um, but talking about legacy, a legacy is a thing handed down by a predecessor. It's passing something on from generation to generation. And there was actually a definition I heard a few years ago that I really like, and I think it should be a plaque somewhere. And um, it says, legacy is a stamp of love on the people you meet. Mm, I think that's beautiful. Legacy is a stamp of love on the people you meet. You know, mom's legacy is the love that she gives her children. And before I move any further into getting into what love is, Brandon talked about it a little bit. Um, this word is for everyone. We all are commanded to love. It's yeah. not just for moms. That's right. But in the light of Mother's Day, I wanted to encourage moms, but dads, singles, teenagers, children, all of you who are, who are around listening, we all must love. We yeah. all can be a part of building a legacy of love. So what is love? In 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, it tells us what love is. And I'm just going to read a list of it, uh, a list of what it is. Love is patient, kind, not jealous, not boastful, not proud, not rude, does not demand its own way, it's not irritable, keeps no record of wrongs, does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices when truth wins. Never gives up, never loses faith, always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. And I, I, I love going through that. I think it's a good, good thing to do to kind of check yourself. Like, yeah. okay, am I, am I walking in love? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but what about you? Where do you shine in all of this? What love stamp are you stamping on your family? What are, what are, what are you? Um, what is your strong area in love? Because a lot of times as moms and maybe I don't, I don't know if everyone deals with this, but I know as a mom, sometimes we, we can look at a list like this and be like, I'm not this. I'm not that. Oh, I stink at this. Like, you know, we, we can do that, but like, not today. Today's not the day. Yeah, right. Mother's Day is not the day for us to look at Come what on. we haven't done, what we need to do, who we're not. No, today we are going to look at this list. And we are going to look at where we shine yeah, as a mom or any other individual who's watching. And we're going to celebrate that today. Yeah. And so think about that. Are you patient? Are you kind? Are you hopeful? Do you rejoice when truth wins? I want to encourage you today, everyone, to look at this list and think about 
what am I? What legacy are you building? What legacy of love are you leaving behind? And so two quick things on how to build a legacy, because I know that there are some not only maybe moms, but some women, men, even children, teenagers that are sitting down watching this today, and you're like, um, I am very far from that. I am not building any legacy in love, but you know, I really would like to, because that sounds like that would be a great thing to do. And so I found two things that we can do to build that, and it's found in First John 4, 7 through 11, and it says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God. For God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love one another. And so if we want to build a legacy of love, there's two things. One, we must go to the source. The source of love is God. And some of us think, well, I have a relationship with God and I spend time with God. Yeah, keep going. Keep doing it because you know his love is unfailing. It's never ending. So if his love is never ending, that means that that it just keeps going and going and going. And so it's not like his love ends so you can only get so much. No, God's love is on and on and on. So we must continually go to the source. But those of us who maybe have never gone to God ever, we have not given our life to the Lord. I mean, it says that he loved us. God loved us by sending his one and only son to the world so that we might have eternal life through him. God wants to be our source. And so if we can go to God as our source and accept his son's death on the cross, which caught, which causes us that love what he did causes us to be able to live forever and eternity yeah. in heaven Amen. with God the source of love like it doesn't get any better than that <laughs> you know and so i just want to encourage you to to go to the source take the time to go to the source whether whether you do this regularly or you don't make a decision today I want to build a legacy of love and I will go to the source because we can't give what we don't have. If you don't have love, if you don't have love flowing through you, if you don't have God's love coming in, you can't give it out. And, and so we, we must do that. And if any of you heard Tanya and I's message from Wednesday, Tanya talked about the three R's rest, receive and respond. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Um, that is a perfect way to receive yeah. God's love. Amen. To go into a time, your quiet time, and to have some rest, receive God's love, and respond. Respond by pouring it back out. Amen. Okay, which leads me to number two. Share what we receive. When we receive God's love, we cannot help but yeah. pour it out. That's right. And that's how we build a legacy of love. And so... That's what I wanted to encourage you with today. I'm hoping that after you hear this, that you're encouraged by looking at yourself and and pinpointing the areas where you do show love, no matter who you are. And if you don't, if you, if you don't feel like you've, you've, you are working on building a legacy of love, 
then I encourage you to start. Amen. That's good. Good stuff right there. Amen. Well, thank you, Cassie. I appreciate you sharing that and sharing your heart with us uh, today. I love that last scripture that, that she just shared. And, and, and she emphasized that, that, you know, that God showed his love by sending his one and only son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. As Cassie talked about, and we've been sharing about the legacy of love, that's God the Father's everlasting, eternal legacy was through his son, Jesus Christ. So if you're out there today, whether you're a mom, a dad, a single teenager, child, whoever you are, if you say, man, Brandon, I don't know if, if, if I've ever experienced or been impacted by, the, by God's legacy of love or if I'm going to spend eternity with him. Like I, as we honored my mom today, I know that my mom is, is, is with the Lord and that she is receiving her eternal reward and many others, many other moms that have gone before us as well and many other men of God as well, too. So today, if you say, Brandon, I'm not sure if I'm right with God, if I'm going to spend eternity with him, I want to experience. You may say, I never experienced that kind of love. So the love that y'all are talking about, I don't know how to share that because I've never experienced it. Like Cassie said, you can't give what you don't have. The Lord wants to show you his love today. The Bible makes it clear we've all sinned and we fall short of God's glorious standard. But and that the wages of death is sin, but the free gift of God. Is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So the Bible makes it clear if we would repent of our sins, that means turn away and turn to God and ask him to forgive us and accept the free gift of his love and salvation. The Bible says we will be saved. We will be born again. And I'm so thankful my mom shared that with me. She was the first one to clearly unfold the gospel to me and share God's love. But she also showed me God's love. And I hope today that you've, you've experienced and felt that. But if today you say, Brandon, I, I don't know if I'm right with God. I want to make the decision. Would you pray with me? Just bow your head right where you are. Close your eyes and just say, Lord Jesus, I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you died for me. Father God, I thank you that you love me so much that you would send your son to leave a lasting love legacy. I know that I've sinned, Lord, and I ask that you would forgive me of every one of my sins. I turn away from them. And I turn to you today and I make you my Lord and Savior. Now give me the grace and give me the strength to live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. You know, the Bible says if you prayed that prayer in faith, if you trusting in the Lord with all your heart that you are saved, that you are born again today, you start a new life. You can begin a legacy of love today. So listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you made that decision, do us a favor. There's a connect uh, card link uh, right there in this post. Also, you can also drop us a comment right there below, right there. and Just comment. Just let us know, man. I prayed that prayer with you, Brandon. I, I made that decision. We'd love to contact you. We'd love to send you a Bible if you need one. And we're going to be praying for you. If you need prayer for anything else, there's also a prayer request link right there. And if you would like to give, there's also a giving link as well. So. We love you, moms. We want to show our love to you uh, in another way today. You might have heard about it. If you, if you haven't, though, today, this afternoon, right here at church, between 1 and 3, right in the front parking lot, underneath, you can drive underneath the, the awning of the new building, and we have a surprise for you. Yay! 
We have a gift for you. We're going to be here. The staff's going to be here. And we just want to bless you. It's our tradition here at Family Life. If you're tuning in for the first time, it's our tradition. When we're here for our Mother's Day service, we always honor our moms and pray for them. And we always bless them with some kind of gift. Usually we have a, a, a photo booth set up to where we take your pictures as well. Sorry we couldn't do that this year. But we still have a gift. And we want to see your lovely face and yes. want to be able to just honor you, celebrate you, yes. whatever. Whoever you're tuning in, even if it's the first time tuning in, you're not a part of this church, come on, Bob. Yes. You're a mom. We want to bless you. Yes. We want to give you a gift. And so I just want to, I hope to see you this afternoon. And I want to just close out by praying a blessing over you, everyone and all the moms today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together. Thank you for the legacy of love that you've poured in our hearts by the Holy Spirit through your son, Jesus. And we thank you for all the moms that are out there that are that that are uh, making a lasting impact on their children and others around, both natural children and spiritual children. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for all the moms. I thank you for my mom that's in heaven and also for my wife that is a wonderful mother to our children. May you continue to bless, Lord, all of the moms that are listening today, all the mothers, grandmothers, great-grandmothers, just as we saw in the scripture. We know even grandmothers that are pouring in to their grandchildren and doing a, a great uh, job at leaving a lasting legacy of love. Lord, I pray you continue to bless the moms, all the dads out there, all the, the, the brothers and sisters, every person that is listening today that's tuned in. Bless them, uh, Lord God, exceedingly abundantly above and beyond. May we be drawn closer to you and closer to each other, and may we share your light, your love uh, with others around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. Happy Mother's Day. And we hope to see you this afternoon between 1 and 3. Have a great day.